What up, what up, what up? We are back. We are back. Week five. Hey, funny thing about week five. I'm going to get started. The Eagles is 5-0, too. So, uh, we got a, a new co-host. I'm getting right into it. The other one got fired. He's out of here. He's somewhere fishing. Stay fishing. Stay fishing. What? Stay fishing. Stay fishing. And stay fishing, Dev. We don't need you. We got, we got Rashida. Say what's up, she. Say what's up. What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good afternoon, people. How are you? Oh, she sounds so fucking professional, Dev. You don't do that. <laughs> so I want to get into some things before we actually get started with the show. Uh, and I was having this conversation a couple of days ago, and me and you talked about it, and we was talking about um, an up and coming team that everybody. Is overlooking, and I know you're gonna break it down because that's what you did to me. You made me feel like that because thought I was on to something, and you tried to destroy that shit. But uh, Mike McDaniel's and the head coach of Miami. Miami, what happened to our prayer? We're not. Name done, not yet. We're gonna oh, pray. We're gonna pray. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want you know God is the lead of my life, so I want to oh. make sure we was. So he's the lead of my life, but I just cuss a lot. So <laughs> for me, it was somewhere. What you say? God is perfect, not me. I ain't That's right. Me. I ain't get there yet. Um, Miami. I love them. Miami. I love them. So, Miami looks scary, right? Two years, not now. Two years. Here's the thing. They are on their way of becoming yes. something to fear. Right yeah. now, their schedule, they haven't really beat anybody that's, like, worthy. But the teams that they have been playing are struggling teams. They're teams that are trying to find their identity. True. Teams that are rebuilding. True. When you match them up against the Bills, they got smacked. They got smacked, but... Bad, too, by 28 points. In four games, they scored 70 points. In one game, they scored 70 points. Yeah, but that's like... Okay. But it's... So four far. games, they 500 yards. Averaging. Again, put them against... You got the Eagles put them against one, two, three, four people that's running over 21 miles an hour. As a matter of fact, Tyreek Hill got clocked at 22.07 miles an hour, then turned around and spanked that and ran 23.24 miles an hour. But what did he do against the Bills? I don't know, but I know they got four people here that runs like a little scooter. 21 miles an hour, 21 miles an hour, 21 miles an hour, 22 miles an hour. You got Waddle, uh, who Tyreek Hill, Mostert, and uh, what's the name, a chain? Mm -hmm. Those four are running over 21 miles an hour. That is extremely fast. No, so it I get fast. what you're saying. Here's the scary part. Mm -hmm. If we put them in five wide, at any given time, you can throw a hitch, you can throw a screen. You can't tackle that kind of speed and open field. Yeah, but if it was a fifth, we all be drunk, right? Okay, here we go. I the thought bill. you was the Lord's. The I thought you was with the Lord. <laughs> now you're talking about the wine and the water. It's fucking alcoholic. Anyway. I'm just, if if was a fifth, okay. we all be drunk. That but The Bills showed how you stopped that speed. So now there's a blueprint. They ran over teams that are subpar. They ran over teams that are struggling with their identity. There's an identity crisis on all those teams that they played against. Until they get to the Bills. So now we got the footage, mm -hmm. right? They lost by 28 points. Okay. 28. So when I say two years, two years. we're putting some beef up in that front on both sides of the ball with they all that be, speed. Now, they if, they can, if they can, they can keep those guys 
with the cap and salaries and all mm-hmm. of that, and they get that O line D line together. I got I got what I say I got uh, ninety nine two thousand one greatest show on turf. turf. Mm-hmm. Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, Marshall Fault, and Tory Holt. Mm-hmm. We got St. Louis Rams. They got what two Super Bowls out of three years. That's in the they making. could be that team. And they they got, got somebody to keep an eye on. For and sure. then you got two are running a four or five. So now if I spread if I spread five wide, and middle you got open your up, quarterback, he yep. takes off. That's scary. It's it it is, but That's scary. But two years, not now. I'm gonna two keep. Years. I'm gonna keep using the Bills as a point of reference. Okay. The Bills show how you slow down that speed, how you contain Tua, and when they come to Philly, we doing the same thing. Oh no, I'm agree because I'm a Philly fan. I'm, I'm we gonna do the same thing. We five and zero. You heard what you heard what we talking about. We five, five and zero right now, and this is the fifth episode, so I'm cool with all of that. Yep. I could take all that. Hopefully, we're going into six and zero with the Jets. I say any given Sunday, but we'll talk about that a little bit. Later down the road. That's who we who we play next. Jets. That's gonna be a banger. It's gonna be a hard game. I don't know. The Jets got you know we 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 underestimate them. They come out swinging. Nah, it's, it's gonna it's be any given Sunday. That's gonna now, be now. Don't get game. me wrong. I know that our guys is gonna stand tall like City Hall, but it's any given Sunday. Giants got a good defense. Not Giants. I mean, I'm sorry, Jets. Jets, Jets got a good defense. I'm not gonna lie. They got a good defense. It's any given Sunday. Yeah. And, it's, not gonna gonna be, be, it's not gonna be a cakewalk. No, that's what, what I'm saying. That's it's what I'm saying. It's not gonna be a cakewalk. Cake and, no. and I'm gonna tell you what hurt the Jets, AR twelve. Yeah, they had that AR. was that. It would be. I mean, that'd be better game. A tough team to contend with for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it is what it is. All right, so let me get uh, now. We before we start our show, we like to do our prayer. So I'm gonna do a quick prayer. Uh, dear Lord, thank you for waking us up this morning. We ask you that you continue to bless us each and every day. We ask you that you touch this podcast abundantly to the point. That when they ask us how we do it, the only thing we can say, if it wasn't for God, none of this is impossible. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Okay, so, do you know how to yeah, pray a little bit? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm not all the way <laughs> the devil. But it's like, no, I'm not no, the devil at all. You're one of the greatest people I know. The, Got a heart of gold. Yeah, that's, that's why sure. That's why she hired Dev. You hear that shit she just said? <laughs> you don't say none of that. You don't say none of that. I can't because stand it sounds like you be harassing Dev. No, that's what it sounds like. The other way around. If you look at the shows, they got all the my face blowing up. They got fucking uh, uh, shows with Jeopardy. They got everything on me. Yeah, he don't get G, nothing. Gee, you he throw the rock nothing. and hide your hand. <sighs> you know what? That's what it seemed like. You I'm do. not even gonna cuss on this show no more. Don't do it. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Say no, no, no. All right, so we're going to get to the main topic. The main topic is my my old head over here. <laughs> Dang, I became the old head. In no, here, here's the deal. Um, in this game of football, um, majority of the time we run across agents, and majority of the agents – oh, shit, they got my notes. The majority of the agents are males. Mm-hmm. Um if I remember my notes, I think they said it's a thousand agents um, in the game NFL, and out of a thousand, uh, eighty are women, and out of that eighty, I think is twenty three percent that's black mm-hmm. female agents. Yes, it's and I got business. one, and I do work. I did work with one. As a matter of fact, she has brought me five of her guys. And I think out of the five, three has made it to the league. To the league, yep. I got my notes. So I'm on point. Yep, yeah, sharp as attack. So Otha Peters that played for Seattle. Mm-hmm. 
Arthur Millett, which is still playing currently. He started with the Saints. Yep. Then he went to the Jets. Jets. Then he went Pittsburgh. to Pittsburgh, and now he's with the Ravens. Come on, point. <laughs> then we got Leon that went with the Broncos. He was with the Broncos and then Washington. Washington. Mm-hmm. The other two I ain't naming because they ain't do shit. So. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, that's how I feel how about you them. Feel? That's how I feel about them. Um, so I got a couple things. I, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, but before you do that, I want to let everybody know we both from West Philly. West Philly, Boom. born and raised. Yeah, people don't know that. We both from West Philly. You went, if my notes are right, you went to Salzburg for middle school. Yes. I got kicked out. You got kicked Second out of week. Salzburg. You had to go to Sarah after that. Dang. Then you went from um, Salzburger, you went to Overbrook. Yep. Where I went to West, and we used to come up there and take y'all from Overbrook boys because they was pretty boys and we was thugs. <laughs> then this is when it really started getting crazy. <laughs> this was really started getting crazy. She went to Penn State. Yes. Got your degree. Yep. Business logistics. Yep. Then you went to Rosemont College. Yep. You got your master's in business administrative contracts. Yep. And you've been with the NFL for 10 years. 10 years. Damn. Jeez. Service attack. You are Service great. attack. And I ain't tell him none of that. Homeboy <laughs> did his research. Sharp as attack. All right. Very so sharp. I want you to finish something for me. Okay. Let me get my notes. I had all this. All right, so I want you to finish something for me. It says, she hit my little sister. Being though I'm the big sister, I had to defend her. Mentally, I thought we was going to yell, we was going to scream, or possibly even fight. Next, things I, next thing I knew, she wrapped her hands around my throat. Finish. And she cut me with a razor. Go ahead, finish. Tell me. I want to hear... So we have listeners that's on Spotify and on Apple Music mm-hmm. or Apple Podcasts. Okay. Um, if they're listening, paint that picture. All right. So growing up, as G mentioned, we grew up. I grew up in West Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. West Philadelphia wasn't no walk in the park. Now it Still wasn't not. as rough as some other neighborhoods, yeah. but in West Philly, the way you staked your claim is by who you took out. Yeah. As it relates to fighting. Um, Somebody put their hands on my little sister. My older sister was like, you got to be her ass. And I'm like, I don't want to beat her up. Like, you know, I didn't like hurting people, but I knew, okay, if I didn't beat her, my sister going to beat up on me. So I went up there, we start fighting. Next thing I know, she got her hands around my neck, but it's still, you know, you got that adrenaline rushing in you. You ain't thinking about it. Somebody called the cops. Cops come and we run. I get home. I get through the door. My mom starts screaming. I'm like, what the hell? Why is she screaming? I look down, there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it must be, you know, the girl's blood. No, mm-hmm. I'm bleeding from my neck, my face. My mom take me to the hospital. Razor cut two inches from my jugular. Wow. Two inches, I would have been out of here. So my mom says to me, like, you got to do something else because fighting ain't it. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking to myself, you need to tell your daughter to stop putting me in <laughs> fights. <laughs> it ain't like I'm just waking up. Yeah. Every fight was lined up for me like I was yeah. a little upcoming boxer or something. Yeah. Um, so my mom said, you know, we got to do something. So she puts me in this program called Conflict Resolution and Peer Mediation yes. at Salzburger. Yes. Now it was a summer program. I'm yep. just getting out of school. You know, my friends, we talk about what we're going to do for the summer. I mm-hmm. still got to go and do instruction mm-hmm. four hours a day in a hot building. We ain't had no air conditioning or anything. You in that hot building with frozen bottles of water to keep cool through the day. Mm-hmm. I went in it kicking and screaming because who wants to do that? My friend is playing. I'm in here learning. But that was my last fight. 
it really made me trade in my fist to use my brain. Mm. So from there, I became their lead peer mediator. Yep. Um, and really just learn how to walk away, you know, because I thought, oh, somebody say something to you, you got to defend yourself because that is what make you it. Yeah. No, walking away is what makes you, because if you could be out here and live, I didn't know what it, you know, what living was until that doctor told me two inches, I would have been dead. Mm -hmm. So. So after that, how did that lead you to your next step in life? So it really just make me, it made me rethink things, right? I started taking a step back and not reacting emotion when I was high emotion. Because you just ran something with the city. Yep. Yep. You ain't think um, I know that. <laughs> you ain't think I know that shit. Thank you. His research. Was it July? It was July. So July um, ran from July to like August to or something August. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I had always been a firm believer in the conflict resolution and peer mediation Correct. because I yep. seen how it worked for me. Mm -hmm. uh, funding ran out. Uh -huh. The program was canceled, uh, but me and my me and the teacher at that time we kept a close relationship. She yeah. became my mentor. I went on, graduated, went to Overbrook, but I would come back and still talk to the, you know, middle school kids mm -hmm. at that particular time. Fast forward, I, me and her are very close, and I'm like, Dr. Gill, we need this program back in West Philly. She's also a West Philly native. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we need this program back. These kids don't know what to do when conflict arises, and is a natural part of everyday life. Yes, we're going to have it. It's something that lives with us. It's just how you deal with it that changes the landscape. Mm -hmm. She retired, just retired in June, and I'm trying to bring her out of retirement. I'm like, listen, if I write this grant and we get approved for this grant, will you come teach the youth? Mm -hmm. He said, yes. I wrote the grant. We got approved, had the budget. We were in our conflict resolution and peer mediation program for uh, four weeks. Yep. We taught the kids. Um, they was in instruction for three hours out the course of the day. We also brought in, um, partnered with Anti-Violence Partnership, okay. where they came in and did group trauma therapy with the youth to help them unpack the things that they're seeing and dealing with in the community. That's not normal, but that has them in fear every day. Okay. Um, and then on top of that, we brought in a physical trainer to do kangaroo rebound jumps with them, which is an effective way to blow off steam. Like, you know, you're in the midst of a heated situation. If you go take a quick run, you're mm -hmm. going to look at things differently. Yeah. So we went a holistic approach. Um, Mind, body, soul, nice. so to speak. We paid the youth every two weeks. They got $75. Uh, we took them down to the Smithsonian African Museum um, to just show them where our people came from and yeah. what violence and how it was inflicted upon us, but what we were able to do despite the violence that we in, endured. Showing them that they could be great people. Um, and then we went down to Restaurant South Jazz Club, and when I say he pulled out all stops for the youth, mm. shout out to them. Yeah. To just give those kids a amazing dining experience. Yeah. And to see that black-owned people do great things if you apply yourself. Yeah. Uh, what else did we do for the youth? Hold on, hold on. Dev, you ain't doing none of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't did nothing but nothing. De Listen, Dev is keeping these guys off the street. He trained Dev ain't doing shit. He trained all women. <laughs> he ain't doing shit. What? Oh, Continue. don't do Dev. Don't Continue. do Dev like that. So, look, I got three. So, I was doing some work, right, mm -hmm. about you. And I came across three terms that just, like, stuck out to me. And I was like, wow, I wish I would have had these three terms. Okay. Um, now, I don't know if you want me to read all three or you want me to read one at a time so you can... Read all three. Oh, multitask? Multitask. Dev, you ain't shit, Dev. You ain't shit, Dev. Dev, you gonna tell this woman she can't multitask? You out of here, bro. I'm sorry. All right, number one. 
breaking the stigma of seeking therapy. Mm -hmm. I thought that was big. Uh, Number two, which is really, oh, shit, becoming emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. I thought that was big. And then the last one was ultimate dreamers. Oh, fuck you up with that. So let's start start with with the, the therapy, right? Yes. We have been raised in households where, and I'm sure everybody has heard this term, what goes on in my house stays, stays in my house. I'm, I'm that. That is such a horrible thing to say to your kid. Yes. Right? Because that teaches them that they don't have the freedom to speak freely about things that are troubling them when it happens inside the home and it sets the tone for what they're going to speak about when they exit the home. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when you see parents shoving things under the rug and sweeping it under the rug, the kids can't freely express it, mm-hmm. they act out. Yeah. And so let, let me start right there. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that right now because a lot of stuff I keep in mm-hmm. and it could come from frustrations at work, frustrations at home, frustrations with friends, and it all just bottle up in there and I have nobody to talk to. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the way we was raised, what happens in a home stays in a home. Absolutely. So I'm all that when I read that, uh the stigma of seeking therapy, damn. And, but that's where it starts. Yeah. And then it continues where they don't make therapy available to us, so it becomes taboo, yeah. right? Everybody else in other cultures, they will seek therapy. Mm-hmm. Because, again, dealing with and unpacking your stuff, you need, like, an unbiased person who yeah. don't know you, who can't judge you, and a lot of times you feel that way. So when the group therapist was coming in talking to the kids, the first day they like, yep. what you here for? I'm just great touch on that because... Now, you mean to tell me I have to drop? I think there's a couple things. One is a good setting. I'm relaxed. Mm -hmm. To engage of a conversation with a person I don't know, because they made me relax, my my walls, my guard, all that drops, and now I can unload it, where we was taught to keep all that up. Because we were taught that that's a sign of weakness. Yes. You can't cry. You can't do this. And and I get that they thought that they was doing what was best for us. But at the same time, there was some damage that was being done. Mm-hmm. I'm big on therapy, right? I, I need it. And I became big on, my mom put me in child guidance and the the thing, you know, what goes on in my house stays in my house. I didn't talk. I didn't open my mouth. They told my mom, oh, we'll be able to get her to talk. My mom said, okay. I didn't say a word. They mm-hmm. couldn't crack me because again, I don't know what to say. I don't know what not to say. Yeah. Uh, fast forward, my parents passed away in 2010, four months apart. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if I was coming or going. And I'm like, you know what? I got to seek therapy because I'm all over the place. You don't want to live. You're trying to deal with this broken version of yourself. How do you piece back the, the brokenness now, and, and move forward? Now, that's your question. I think I found now that I'm older, I don't know what's going emotionally, but I want to cry more now than I ever cried in my whole entire life. Because you got bottled up tears from that was, inner child that, yeah. you know, things happen and we were not able to explore. I, I, Guys, right? A lot of the guys crying is weak. Yeah. No. That's what they told us. Let him cry. Hug him. Yeah. He has feelings too. You know, with all my great nephews and my little nephew, no, cry if you need to cry. I'm all for it because that bottling up, that sets up the anger and the rage. Yes. That once you unleash it and that bullet is out that gun, yeah. there's no coming back from that. There's no coming back. So. I might be crying right now. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, producer, put a little tip. <laughs> Put some slow music over this here. This boy is a fool. 
Go ahead. So, so when I bought, we... so when I bought the therapist into the youth, okay. you know, one of the questions she asked was, "What are some of the things that you heard about therapy?" And the things that they heard, oh, therapists don't care. They're just here for a check. They're going to lock us up. I'm like, oh my god, where did you guys hear that from? So they went from being silent because of what they heard in their own home settings to opening up and not wanting group therapy to end. So they got group therapy, group trauma therapy twice a week. Okay. They didn't want it to be over. Okay. Wow. That's dope. I'm going to get me some help. And now we got the, this was so important to me, I believe, emotional intelligence. intelligence. Yeah, so back then when I learned about it, it wasn't called emotional intelligence, right? It was just understanding the nature of how conflict arise. Okay. And sometimes we are triggered by the message, and the message was never right. So my mentor, Dr. Chris Roy Gill, she did this um, exercise with us. So it was maybe 12 of us in a line. She, she wrote the message down. She whispered it in my ear and passed it. So you had to say it to the next person, the next person, the next person, until you got to the end of the line. Okay. By the time you got to the end of the line, it was a totally different message yeah. than what the written message was. Now you got into this fight because that message was all wrong. Yeah. That is where emotional intelligence come into play. Okay. Well, if I go directly to the person and say, hey, you know, I heard this what was that, et cetera. We can have dialogue and squash the beef before it becomes a fight. I went to Overbrook. Overbrook was a rough school, and I'm, I ain't never been a punk. I mean, I ain't going to say it was, <laughs> it was, you went to Overbrook. It was a fashionable West. school. <laughs> you didn't, yeah, that's what it was. School. A fashion school and had all the pretty women. But they, they fought. They fought. Huh? Yeah, Overbrook, you Pretty fought. boy, look at this shit. Got a ball head, you know, shit matching. Now listen. Pretty boy shit. We was straight goons. West did y'all, did y'all have a, Prison in y'all's? Did y'all yeah, have cops I, in y'all's? Yeah. Y'all did? Okay, yeah. so we had a holding cell, oh, cops. We ran their asses out of it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We hey, ran their asses out. out of it. Yo, West Philly was bad business. We ain't run bad ours business. out, but I'm going to tell you like this. They throw you in that cell. Yeah. You went through metal detectors every day, yeah, so we it wasn't no walk in the park down there at Overbrook. Yeah. Yeah, y'all but was I cute. started listening. Uh -huh. Let me go and approach this person and see, you know, because you can't put no battery in my back and tell me to go. Yeah. Not no more. Not after almost losing my life. Mm. It's no more of that. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and talk. That's emotional intelligence. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Getting to the root of the we'll issue before you use all those muscles and <clears throat> mother. Right, hook you somebody. Know you know what? <laughs> Let's fucking sit down and talk. Let's sit down and have a conversation. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. Be cool, man. Let's be cool, man. I'm emotionally intelligent, man. Sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Why are you and the last cool? one. Hey. Okay, I'm not going to do it again. That boy is a Be fool. cool, baby. Be, Be cool. Be cool. So Be now cool. we're going to go to it. Ultimate Dreamers. What's that? Dreaming big, right? Okay. Um, I remember being a kid and wishing for certain things and praying, you know, I want to travel the world. I want to do this. And my mom always told me, you can do whatever you want to do. Okay. Just believe in yourself. Uh, that started with me earning my full pay scholarship to Penn State. Ooh, my boss. parents... Didn't have to pay anything. Academic scholarship. Because you smart, Dev. <laughs> I, went to, I, I went to We ain't got to say no more, Dev. You the fuck out of here. I applied myself. Yeah. I was the first one in my immediate family to go to college, a four-year nice. institution. I got up there. I took a look around. I'm like, oh, wow. So you was at? Maine campus. Maine, right? Straight Three Maine. hours away up Three in hours the boondocks. Away. State college. Jesus Christ. Ain't nothing up there. Ain't nothing, nothing. up there. It was culture nothing. shock. And I'm like, oh, my God. It wasn't many people that looked like me. Yeah. 
My parents dropped me off on a Saturday. By Thursday, I had found Greyhound bus, took as much as I could take with me, and I was back home. They like, what are you doing here? <laughs> they drove me back to school. Like, first of all, we ain't raised you to be a quitter. Yeah. You got to finish. Yeah, that's how I am with drinking. I'm not a quitter. So. <laughs> what is that? I'm a drink to the bottle's drink. gone. <laughs> you going to AA for what? I ain't no damn quitter. We'll keep drinking. I ain't quitting now. <laughs> no. Um, so the that that's the ultimate part. Okay. Applying yourself, dreaming big, um, and really following your dreams. You can do anything yeah. as long as you don't talk yourself out of it. Yeah, no, you you um Ever since me and you met, I thought you was dope. I just ain't tell you. I want your fucking head to get so big you can't walk through the door. But you was, you was always solid. I can't fit solid. through the door with a big head and your big muscles. That's all right. We both can't fit. Good. Make a whole fucking new door. <laughs> tell you that. But no, you always been thorough. I always liked the way you operated. Sometimes I was like, she need to do X, Y, Z because shit on my goddamn nerve. Until I started understanding the business. Mm -hmm. And I realized, well, I'm not going to do too much because that's not my line. I'm going to let you do that. But I started realizing things have to make sense before you make certain moves. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, she to get on my goddamn nerve. Why she ain't pay for X, Y? But then when you look at, I'm going to let you do it. Because <laughs> it's yeah, an investment. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to get to two, two things mm -hmm. um, that I want to talk. Um, your company. Okay. Talk about your company and what you got going on. Um, so we're, we're Ultimate Vision, uh, Sports Management. I was going to say Dreamers Foundation. That's my... Mm -hmm. She got all this shit going on. So again, I gave you the background about the ultimate yeah. vision, just seeing things differently, right? I got into the business because my nephews was growing up playing a sport. I trained one of them. Yep. I wanted to protect them from the dirty side of the business. Okay. The agent business is a, you know, a dirty space to, to wallow in. Yeah, y'all, um, y'all, sheesh. Don't say y'all, because I said... Well, Listen, some I don't do anything unethical. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. So I got into the business to protect them because when you look at somebody like Terrell Owens, mm -hmm. um, who made 80 million. You dumped it in the desert. He made 80. After taxes, you're probably about 45. Dumped the rest in the desert. And now <laughs> that Joker got a net worth for like 200, 300K. Bad business. That's because you got bad, right? You got some bad people around you. And I yeah. never wanted my nephews to end up in that space. So that's why I even got involved to begin with. Okay. Um, it intrigued me more because it's a male-dominated business. And they yeah. say, oh, women can't do it. It intrigued me more when they said that less than 3% of the people passed the exam the first time around. I passed that exam the first time around. Booyah, baby. Um, so it's just like trying to defy the odds when I got my first contract, you know, and I'm not working with big agencies. Mm. It's just me just going out there, strong getting it myself, strong-arming it, um, and, and made some great success, partnered with some great people. I say my, my run has been amazing um, in the league. So just looking to run it back, took some time off for health purposes, and you know, I got a, a new matching cut here to match my cut over there. Oh, shit, that's sexy. I had to get my thyroid <laughs> removed, so. That's sexy. Battling that. Yeah. Um, so now we back, trying to run these players up again. And again, my whole purpose is to make sure that they find longevity on and off the field, make sure that their assets are protected, um, and that they make the most without being robbed in the business. All right, so you're in the business, you're in the game. Now, here's the twist what people don't know. I saw her dress with heels on. She got a little donkey back there, and she's like, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I'm saying this. You know, we tight, we tight, we go. It's family like, tight. Yeah, we family tight. Matter of fact, our family was on the same block. Yes. We grew up on the same block. That's how we go. But what people don't, she's amazing when she get dressed. She she throw it on. 
And in the business where it's nothing but men, I know things has been said. I know propositions has been popped up. I know oh, they have came at you sideways. So give me some of them stories, but we don't want to use no... No, no first we, of all, if you want to use we, you, you out of you want to no, use. No, no, listen, because I'm still, I'm still in the league. That's what I'm saying. I'm still like, trying to stay in. You know how to do it. You know how... You, you, you went to college. You know how to do it. Me, I... Look, I'm tough. Yeah, so being a woman, period, it doesn't matter what market you're in. Yeah. You're always sexually objectified. Yes. Um, if you are an attractive woman with a nice shape, times that by a hundred. They don't look at your brain, they look at your body exactly. first. Um, I've had instances where, you know, I go out to the NFL combine and we have our mandatory agent meetings and, you know, you have everybody in that building and I have prom prominent guys come up to my room and we could break down this player. No, sir, we gonna sit in this lobby and break this player <laughs> down. <laughs> Because what do I look like going yeah. to your room, yeah. coming out of your room? Even if it is wholesome, what do I look like coming out of your room? Yeah, because they can say anything. Anything can can go. Yeah. So, you know, you got to turn the advances down. They left and right. Mm -hmm. Left and right. Hey, I'm just like, one guy asked to buy my underwear. And I'm like, what? Oh, wow. He was like, oh, I'm a sniffer. And I'm like, what is that? Hey, put that... I need that up there on that. I need that on there. And I thought... <laughs> he tried to scratch and smell. This ain't no sticker, you asshole. I was asshole. like, no, I'm not doing that. He was like, everything's wow. for sale. <gasps> well, not with me. It's not. I'm sorry. I wish you would have... I wish I was with you. I would have trashed him right on the spot. See, but the emotional intelligence. True that. True that. Keep your respect. I mean, Keep your I dignity. Said, and hey, fella, let's on. sit down. That's not nice. <laughs> I said, does your wife know that you're a sniffer? Because <laughs> you clearly got on a wedding ring. Yeah, she does. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, so the advancements are always there. Yeah. But just like I say, even with the players, it it's a trickle-down effect. From the league to the front office to the players, the wow. college kid, it's everywhere. And it's just like, uh, I'm here to do a job. And, and You know, I was going to say that, like, how hard is that to go day in, day out, knowing if it don't be said or – come to your knowledge today, it's going to pop up tomorrow. And if I it mean, don't happen, it's at least going to be said or some type of proposition at least twice a week. Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, you just have to be comfortable knowing that you might not get that particular client mm -hmm. or you might not get that look for your player um, because I'm going to stay firm on my morals and my ethics yeah. at all times. And I, I respect um, you for that. So I'm not leading with my body. I want to lead with my mind and what my capabilities are with negotiating contracts, and I'm never going to compromise that. All right, so yep. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right there. Mm -hmm. Now this is important because I need every high school player, college player, um, those guys that's actually about to um, get ready for the league mm -hmm. need to hear this. So my notes are saying I want you to break down the contract, mm -hmm. first year contract, second year you know it gets different. Uh, I want you to break down the contract. I want you to break down how many points. Explain what points are. I want you to explain no matter who you are as a first round or second round or whatever, an agent on your first contract can only take. Yeah, so here's the thing. With, with contracts, the max an agent can collect is 3%, right? 3%. 3%. And that's sometimes called three points. Yeah, three points. Yeah. Um, and that being said, it's a negotiation process. Mm -hmm. So a first round draft pick, if he's slated to go first round, ain't going to give you 3%. Now, if because he don't give you 3%, he give you, let's say I heard some say one. 
Some of them give you 0.25. Jesus Christ. But you got to think, right, from a, from a player's perspective, their work sold them. It's not as, it, it, you don't have that much work to do as yeah. a first round, for a first round draft pick as you would have with a free agent or a Correct. seventh rounder. Yeah. So the points typically go higher, you know, when you have more, you know, when the agent has more work to do. Yeah. A first rounder not giving you no one point unless y'all like, cool like that because yeah. he sold himself. His, his play sold him. So when the, the, how can I say this? The more points, which is three, three percent that a player give an agent, is it more work now? I have to worry about endorsements. I have to worry about. No, so when it's the players in the later rounds and you're going for 3%, because that's typically who you tax with that 3%, okay. you have to work hard to sell that player to the teams. Okay. You know, late round guys, like seventh round guys who barely make the cusp, free agents, you have to do so much more as an agent to sell that player to a team. Okay. So you want to work harder, that means you're going to charge them more. A player that already has a high draft grade, first round, second round, third round, it's no selling. It's really just where they're going to fall based on the picks that the team have and okay. who has that particular positional need. Mm -hmm. You don't have to sell them. So uh, that kind of player is not going to agree to 3% unless y'all like this or that's your, your nephew or something like yeah. that. That's the only way. But outside of that, they're not agreeing to that. All right. I just want everybody to know that because sometimes they think that you know, that first rounder is getting so much. He's getting 10% of, I mean, I don't think he's getting 10%, buddy. That's a lot of money of a first rounder. So, Who's getting 10%? No, no, I'm just, yeah, They sometimes they say, oh, I'm only going to give him 10%. 10% is a lot, a lot of, of money, money when you're a first rounder. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what agent is getting 10% off of a first rounder check. I, again, unless that's your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so now, let me ask you this. We go to our second contract. Because, you know, first year is three-year plus a – it's a four-year, three-year is four-year option, right? Yeah, with, yeah. with a first-round draft pick. Yeah, first-round draft pick. With a fifth-year option. Fifth-year option. Mm -hmm. We go to our, our second contract. Do my points go up then? Or are they able to go up? So they can go up. You know, you can renegotiate your, your, your SRA with your player. Once you sign an SRA at that particular percentage terms, that's what governs – SRA is – your standard, know, represent, just, standard representation agreement. So once yeah. you sign your SRA and you agree to those particular terms, that governs your um, relationship, right? Okay. If you guys choose to modify your SRA, you can for additional points, but who will really do that? Okay. I, I just want my guys, you know I, want, I want so, people to understand what goes into a contract. It's yeah, I got you what, more money. We can talk about revisiting the terms, but at the end of the day, if we settled on 1%, now think about it, we settled on 1% on that rookie contract, that next contract is going to be a bigger contract. You think he going to really want to give you 3% or yeah. up those numbers? No, they try to take in as much money as they can because they're paid, if you don't have a guaranteed contract, which a lot of players don't have guaranteed contracts in the NFL, if you don't have a guaranteed contract, you're making that money as you're playing. Um, if you get injured, the the down money is not the same as what you would have if you're active on the 53-man roster ready to go. Okay. So you have to literally uh, hold that money. Right. He's not going to be trying to get you – because I know me. I'm not going to try to get you no more. All right. <laughs> so being that you're in a all-boys club, just three questions I got for you. Mm -hmm. Being a female agent, being a black female agent, and being an educated black female agent, mm -hmm. how hard is that? Well, it's a 
triple-edged sword, right? Yeah. Um, it's an industry where a lot of us uh, aren't, aren't prominent. It is also, um, and just being very, very honest, if it ain't white, it ain't right mm -hmm. amongst our players, yeah. African-Americans. Um, so you're contending against that. Um, so every day you got to make a conscious decision of who can I, who's loyal? Yeah. We're looking so, at that. Who's so loyal? Hard. Because a lot of these players are for sale. Yeah. And I was going to get into that. They're for sale. So, you know, being black, being a female, being educated, on top of standing on morals, you get a lot of closed doors in your face. I was about to say, your, your window, <clears throat> your window of opportunity, excuse me, your window of opportunity is, is even smaller because you're standing for something. Catch that door. No? Oh, good save. But uh <laughs> but um you you your window is so small because you have a lot of standards. Mm -hmm. Um it's almost like a woman talking about she wants a a good man that makes six figures, that looks good, know how to treat a woman good in bed. That window has shrunk <laughs> so, so much, much because you have listed all these things that's just not not normal. And you know what? It'll be okay because I'll shut the business down before I compromise. Well, you boss hog. I'll, I'll shut it down, yeah. keep moving. You know, I, I have credentials. I could do so many different things. I just read it. Um, yeah, so it's like I'm not willing to waver on anything. Yeah. Um, I'm not willing to compromise. I'm not willing to jeopardize myself. And that's really just what it is. I'm not buying you. Either you want to work with me because I'm dedicated, loyal, I'm going to work hard, um, I'm honest, great credit. You know, since I was 19 years old, mm -hmm. I have – Great track record, um, or you don't. Yeah, well, I know I know you about your business because I I would call you and say, hey, excuse me, what about this guy? And you'll be like, your draft grade is low. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, he's a weirdo. He's got this, that. Like, so I know when you say you sending me a guy, I know you thoroughly did your homework on him. I know he's an up and up kid. I don't really have to stress about too much of is he's going to be an idiot when he come in here and do have the crackers draw. Yeah. Like, I know that guy is going to come in here with something solid because he's he came through you. So I do know that much. Yeah, I have zero tolerance. You know, I'm a person that believe in respect. I believe in um, working hard. Just old school. Yeah. Old school thought philosophy, let's get it done. I, I'm not no yes woman. I'm not going to sit here and patronize you i'm not the women in your circle mm -hmm. you know for some of these athletes either you want to hear what i have to say because i'm knowledgeable and i sat for that same exam that that man sat for or you don't yeah now how hard is it well, i only think i want to how frustrating is it i think i said that word right now you know i butcher words all day mm -hmm. long how frustrated do you how frustrated is it when you in a I don't know, big time company is going after the same kid. and Or I even do you one better. Mm -hmm. You can spot the kid first, start doing this, build a relationship, boom, boom, boom. And mentally, because you've been in the business, you know you got to sign that line. Mm -hmm. But mentally and in your heart, because of the relationship that you didn't talk with the family, the, the athlete, you're going flying out to Mars to watch this kid play, having conversations with him. Before anybody saw him, you saw him first. Then he have a breakout game, and here come the big dogs. Mm -hmm. How do you, like, you don't want to snap on the world because they come in there because they're not doing it right. No. 
they gonna they gonna say, listen. They bags is bigger. I was about to say that. I was about to say, listen. When they wake up in the morning to open that door, that bag is sitting right there in the front of the mm-hmm. door, and it's twice the size of your bag. How? So I, I it's, it's a two way thought process for me. Um, do it sting a little bit? It'd be like, yeah, dang. But then my next bounce back is, well, God didn't say that that was for me. It's a good so, way to look at it. I walk away from it because I'm going to say this. Anything that God has ordained for me and said was for me, it yeah, was for you know. me. I got it. You got it. Um, and then secondly, I look at it, well, I was saved by the bell because this ain't a loyal kid. Yeah, and we'll if see. he switches now, he going to switch on him later. Yeah. And you see that, you know, these kids play the agents, get the bag. And this is before Neil even became a thing. They'll sit down and get a bag from you, you, yeah. him, me, this person. Knowing She's talking about NIL. Yeah. Guess anybody didn't know, but go ahead. Yeah, knowing that they're not signing with none of these agents, but yeah. they just collected like fifty thousand. You can't even report that you even that. gave that money up Listen, because you wasn't supposed to. I didn't see it. Yeah, you weren't supposed you to give that do money nothing. up, so you stuck. You, you stuck. Yeah, you can't because if you report it, that kid's still getting drafted, and your non times out of ten getting suspended. Yep. You know they taking your certification yep. back, so it's just like you know it's I don't do. Yeah. yeah. I, See, I like the gamble, but not in that fashion. <laughs> no, I, I, I dig it. Like I said, I seen I seen a lot, and actually, watching you and other agents, um, I don't want to be an agent. You know, they always like, yo, you, you should, no, I shouldn't, because no. I'm I'm not emotionally intelligent. <laughs> G said, these I'm, muscles ain't big for nothing. I'm gonna tear your car up. Which is. I'm, I'm petty. Spray painting. Yes, I'm taking the door handles off. I'm going there and rip the mirror off. You got three seats when you come. I'm not emotionally intelligent enough to be able to handle me dealing with a kid for all this time. And then you came in and gave him $4. I'm pissed now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. You know, so especially when I saw him from the gate. So and, and you've been working at, massaging that avenue. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Excuse me. It happens, yeah. happens with players that you signed. And they've been with you for a little while. And then... That bag come in and then they ghost you. Yeah. They send you a letter and ghost you. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, now, let me ask you this. Though we was like family. Have you ever beat a big dog that came in and you swiped in, batted your eyebrows, and boom, he's mine. I got it. We out of here. No, I never beat a big dog. No, I no. know it's kind of hard. That bag, that bag is crazy. Every so you you got to think right. A lot of the athletes that's coming up, they're coming from impoverished communities, yeah. right? So with that being the case, if an agent coming in offering you a hundred grand today for your soul tomorrow, I could dig it. The old saying is a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Yeah, right. I could dig it. I get Um, it. And with me, I'm not giving you anything until you sign, until we cross the finish line, and it's going to be structured in a way where it's traceable, right? Because once they give you that bag off paper, they kind of own you. Yeah. I don't want it to be that type of relationship. I want it to be a up and up. Like all my players, except for one, we have great relationships. Great relationships. You know, I'll attend weddings, bar mitzvahs, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen a good one. I've seen the good agents do that. Yeah. Um, and it's not no dog and pony show. It just really yeah. is what it is. But when you have these people that are just coming at you because they know that you're a number, uh, you're the next notch on their belt, they're going to drop you that bag. Yeah, you take it, but then at what cost? Mm-hmm. Because now they have leverage over you because you done signed with them. It's just so much that goes into it. So a lot of guys, you know, when they sit down, they, they I mean, they want to sit down on 20000 No, I'm not giving you 20000 to sit down. Yeah. See ya. So now, <clears throat> I do know this about, I know a lot about agents. You guys are wonderful people. You're traveling because let's just say you got 
four kids on the radar. But these four kids play on opposite end of the world. And they got a game every weekend. And you got to schedule your schedule around these games. How hard is that for the personal life? How hard is that to actually? Because, listen, I took a, I had a hit where every weekend I was somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that shit drove me crazy to the point, like, I didn't even like packing pack clothes. Mm-hmm. So I know that run I did from one end of the world to the other end of the world and just, like, land, two days, get on a plane, got to go. Yeah. Land, two days, I'm back on a, get in a car, drive. That drove me crazy. Absolutely. It can now, be frustrating. I had that run maybe once every four or five years or something like that. Mm-hmm. You got that every year. Yeah, you do. How but- frustrating and, like... If you love what you do, it's not frustrating. If you love what you do, I love being in the skies. I get some great thinking done up there. I must don't like this shit then. Clear my head when you look out that window. First class? First class. Thank you. A little champagne. Mr. Gary, would you like a hot towel? I sure will. (laughs) Uh, Today's evening, so I'll be... People don't like first class. I ain't tripping. I'm not with a Coke and some peanuts. For yeah. a fucking five-hour flight. Would you no, say not at all? No. I not want to, my chair this size. I don't want to be sitting next to him that's on the side of him squeezing me up in this little... I only can see the window when he raised it. Right, right. No, I don't want that type of smoke. What you say? I want to be able to see out the window when yeah. I want to see out the window. And I want to sit like this, hands and um, chilling. I can't sit like that in them <laughs> little-ass seats and shit. You know what I'm saying? What you say? You trying to rock out. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm all about that first class. I like Listen. that. I do first class, I do business class, whatever's going to get me there, right? Because a lot of times, let's be realistic, first class is only 10 seats. I need you to be. Gotta, you you got to be lucky to get those 10 seats sometimes because if you're a platinum, triple platinum person, yeah. you know, card holder on that particular airline, they're going to get those seats first. So it really just depends. Um, but at the end of the day, as long as I get there safely. Yeah. I'm okay. That's cool. I, I set, prefer some champagne and nah, you they know, set me next a to a bathroom one time, all the way in the back. I couldn't even recline my seat. Oh, I was livid. Try sitting next to the engine. Oh shit! It was Loud. hot as hell. Yeah. yeah, and you felt everything. I'm yeah. like, oh lord, dear God. All right, all right. <laughs> you got me. I'm going back. I'm going back. So taking those flights, landing for two days, get back on, go on the other end. Your private life got to be crazy when you hit that run. No, you know what? I make it known, like, this is my business. This is what I do. Yeah. Either you can get with it or you can't, but what you can't do is get in my way. Ah, true that. That's just it. True that. And I will cut off any situation that looks like it's going to get in my way because I'm going to support anything that you got going on. What's your sign? Scorpio. Boom, baby. <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> I like you. I like you. I like you. Uh, Dev, you done, babe. <laughs> mm, go ahead and chalk that. Dev. Dance all on. When your birthday? November 8th. Yo, get the... Hey, yo, for real? Yes. Hey, don't even come back. Mine's November <laughs> the 6th. <laughs> Two days apart. Yo, bro, you out of here. It's been good. It's been good. And I don't like men anyway, so boom, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yet, he has trained some of the best men That's in right. the profession, but I don't like men. But I don't want to be on the show with him, so it's easier this way. That way, uh, his mustache don't be shaved all the time. This shit nasty. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> You no, shot out. True that. True that. I would agree. I would. I would agree. But um, yeah. Like I, I found. I think you have to be lucky to find someone that can handle that kind of lifestyle. Um, because like I said, I know when y'all go, 
Mm-hmm. Y'all go. Yeah. Y'all, y'all be, you know, I may talk to you in Nebraska. Y'all just land in Nebraska, and I'm like, all right, cool, give us some time to settle down. And then by the time I call you, you're back on the plane. Yeah. You were going on the other side. You got to go back to Miami. My, damn. Yeah. I mean, come to Philly for a hot second, and you going again. You going to L.A. Like, y'all job is, is that's why I said, it's going to take a, a, a special individual to, like, really understand to deal that. that. Yeah, to deal yeah. with it. I mean, it leaves a lot to be desired. But, again, if they're focused on what they got going on and their works, you see each other when you see each other. You see each other through the week. The yeah. weekend, sometimes you're going, and it's only for that particular season that you're running and you're scouting. Yeah. And I'm going to say social media makes things a lot easier, Zoom. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, let's be realistic, you get out to that game <clears throat> to show support to the player, you see that player for five, ten minutes. You're lucky to do that. Right, because, you know, you can't take them out to eat, really. You can't buy them anything. You yeah. can't induce them, you know. So, yeah. really, it's just like, oh, this agent flew out to see me. You're spending thousands of dollars. Me, personally, I try to be logical. Like, oh, you see me at the game. So what? What does that mean? What are you bringing to the table besides, oh, she flew all the way out here to see me? These players don't give a shit about that. No. When I say they literally sit with you for five, ten minutes, they be like, all right, I'm out. They tired. They done trained all week, played, got beat up in the game. You know what I'm saying? Even if they won, they still got beat up. They got family there. They want to go spend time with their family. It's a short weekend. They family got to leave on Sunday. Last thing they want to be doing is sitting there having business talk. Mm -hmm. So I try to gauge whether or not, you know, you want me to come out. Mm -hmm. You want to do a Zoom call and, um, you know, make it cost conscientious for everybody. Well, we know, I know for a fact you're going to do that when it comes to that dollar. Absolutely. Boy, I squeeze copper out a penny. Yes, she do. Well, that motherfucking (laughs) squeeze the eagle (laughs) on a quarter so man. Eagle. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Yeah. No, I've been, I've been, um. How many years has it been? Five? Gotta be. No, G ain't been five. It's been like nine. Nine years? Yes. You know what? You right. National Signing Day. Yes. Yeah, you right. It's been about nine, ten years. National Signing Day. And I will say, you've not changed. No. You have been the same with me since day one. Um, As have you been. Oh, yeah. So so let me say this about G, right? Go ahead. One thing that I love about G. Oh, hold on, hold on. Dev, you out of here. Go ahead, continue. (laughs) One thing I love about G is when I came to him with players, whether they were draftable guys, guys that needed to get better so that they could get a look, whether these kids had money or didn't have money, G trained them the same. Yeah. The kid don't have no money. I said, G, listen, typically agents don't put out money for players that don't have a draft grade because we get our money back once the players get paid. Um, G, can you train this kid? What can you do? bring them in. I got them. It's so many kids that G just said, bring, I got them. And treat them with the same level of respect. Uh, give them the same level of service as he would give a Kyle Pitts, his first round pick. It's no different. Yeah. And I've always respected that about him because he let me know from the beginning it's not about the money. If I'm going to put my name on it, I want this to be a quality kid. Yeah. And I'm the same type way. And that's why we clicked so well because every other player or trainer Oh, give me 10K. For what? This kid ain't even got 10K worth in him. <laughs> Yo. We're trying to build this player up. Yeah, no, it's, it's been build. rough. It's been so. rough. Um, I, lear- I learned a lot. I learned a lot on uh, the whole business side of combine training and, and just dealing with different athletes. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of sort of like took that whole thing. That combine thing, I, I kind of took it personal to the point where um, – this is every kid dream. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You did Little League. Some did middle school, high school, mm-hmm. college. And now you trying to get ready for the league. Who am I to take that experience of being a first rounder mm-hmm. away from you? Right. So, you know, when we do combine training, we don't care what your draft grade is. Everybody get treated as a first rounder. That's very true. I seen it firsthand. Yeah, so I everybody everybody gonna get sweatsuits. Everybody gonna get this. Everybody we gonna get like we not everybody. But then you don't get, get big hit, like, yeah, I got that first rounder. Like, nah. you know, it's not No. Nah. It's always about the player. Yeah. And I always like that because a lot of times everybody want that credit. Yeah. And, and I don't it ain't I don't, about credit. I don't do that because you ain't him. Right. right <laughs> so right, I can't right. tag you with telling I did this and did that. That ain't got nothing to do with that. Absolutely. If I'm that good, I need to make him like him. Make him like that five star ball player. Make him get drafted. If they if they saying, you know, he's gonna get drafted in the seventh round, shit. We looking for five, bro. Right, right. We gotta get, we gotta get fifth round. Listen, you save you saved me a couple times. We ain't even gonna get into that. Yo, let me tell you some shit she did to me. She didn't call me with fucking twelve days. Gee, you got twelve days. I got twelve I need days you to for fix what? Him. Fix him. Fix who? <laughs> 12 days 12 I don't think everybody understand it's not even 12 because 3 of those are the weekends <laughs> need you to come in on the weekend get it done we need a weekend 12 days not only was it 12 days it was 12 days from, from somebody else what they did to him that I had to another one we already a month into training he's gee I need him fixing 3 weeks 3 weeks what the let me see Hey, she, listen, he ain't got no start to stance. I don't know where this guy was at, but this shit is bad right now. We need to cut his feet off. This shit stink to high heaven. We need to cut his feet yeah. off. I'll be like, gee, I and listen, I'm like, let's get I'm it like, done. Yo. If anybody can do it, you can do it. That's our pipe game. I'm like, all right, all right. And when she leave, I'm like, yo, this shit stresses me. To, bro, you sure you don't need a suit and tie? Because sports ain't in your forecast, bro. God damn. But, but you make it happen. Yeah, yeah. You make, make it happen. happen. Yeah. You make it happen. Yeah. Got my little cousin right now up here, getting him all the way together. Kazoo. Kazoo. <laughs> That's my guy. Big Listen, ass head. I sent now, everybody G-Way. Yeah, all right. So now we're going to let you rock out because she's about to destroy me on this part. Nah. Um, This is the pod. This is your time to shine and go for what you want. So here's the thing, the pod, right? We pick a topic and we're going to talk about that topic. Damn, she that said that shit like she been here. Go ahead, right. go ahead. So the topic today, and, and that has come across my airwaves every week, week after week, is the Eagles are not who we think they are. Uh, break it down for us then. Right. I'm thinking to myself, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Right? The Eagles are 5-0, and and each week they 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, and I'm watching, you know, not just from a Eagle fan perspective because I'm a true Philadelphian at heart, but I'm watching – uh, from a business-minded perspective as well. So I'm like, the Eagles is, you know, they are exactly who I think they are. Oh, Jalen Hurts not playing well. Jalen Hurts, you know, I'm pulling out the stats. Nah, he doing this, that, and don't get me wrong, the first game he looked a little rusty. You got to knock that rust off and stuff like that. But one thing that I said is the Eagles are clicking on all cylinders despite the injuries that we have mm-hmm. on the line, right? Mm-hmm. Five weeks, we have played through some of the worst things. Terrible weather in New England. Mm-hmm. Shitty weather. Okay. Right? A short week. The Vikings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very short week, Mm -hmm. right? What, Sunday, Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, then we played a divisional game. Redskins. Went into overtime. Redskins. Okay. So we playing under all types of 
situations. We're playing through injuries. We're playing with the new uh, offensive coordinator that's calling the plays now. Mm -hmm. We're playing under a new defensive coordinator. True. What's his so, name? What's his name? Um, we'll get it later. Yeah. Why did I just draw a blank at oh. his name? Desire. Desire. Desire? Desire, yeah. Um, so they're playing through a lot of new things that most teams wouldn't be able to find their identity, let alone win five games, right? Okay. <clears throat> Fast forward, we're playing, our schedule is the hardest. We're playing 10 playoff teams. 10. 10. Kansas City, who won the Super Bowl, they only are playing seven on their roster. Told you all she's good. Go ahead. Now, seven of those games, eight of those, we're away. Those are hard games. Playing away, having to gel under new circumstances, I think we're doing damn good. Yeah, now, when enough. our defense is back intact, because don't get me wrong, we have some things that we need to clean up, right? Red zone. We talked about that. We talked about that. They stink with that, um, for real. Red zone short fill. We got super, super weapons. We have uh, Swift, DeAndre Swift. A beast. A beast. Um, vision on the 10, power on the 10, speed on the 10. Then we have this huge human being. A.J. Brown. Brown. When we're on inside that that red zone, I don't understand why we're not throwing the fade, back shoulder fade. In order to, to defend this big human being, you're going to have to get a pass interference. Those D-backs are too small. Let it go. Let it go. Put so, it up there so he could just yeah, go up and grab that little grab baby out the sky. Because his arms, his body is massive. You're mm -hmm. going to pull those arms down. You're not going to go up there with him because he's going to. you can't. Yeah, he's just he's a freak. So we have the personnel yeah. to be better in the red zone. And I think they, they're going to tweak it, right? This is Brian's first year calling plays. Mm -hmm. um, I think that he's only going to get better. I think he's doing a decent job. The last game he went in, he made halftime adjustments and came back out. I'm that like, was good. That, that was the first time I actually – Saw that. Yeah. yeah. But we needed that. Mm -hmm. um, the defense, I want them to come out of that zone a bit. I don't think we have personnel to go that man. One side, maybe. Yeah, because we're down, what, two cornerbacks are starting safety. Yeah. yeah I think, so <clears throat> I think we got to play safe because we're going to get hurt back there. Yeah. If we tried that man. Do we, we got one person to cut off one side of the field? Yeah. Darius Slay, right? Yep, yep, yep. He um, trained here, too. Just put that out there. Go ahead. I think most of the Eagles train here. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you know, I want people to stop talking about the Eagles are fake. Okay. We're not fake. We're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing. They said we didn't play anybody. I'm like, what? I'm not going to agree to that. These five games, we just played some pretty decent teams. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to agree to that. I think. Um, we played the Vikings. We played the Bucks. Bucks was good. We played um, Washington. Division game. We just played the Chargers at their home. Yeah. Okay. What else do you want? This is minus the 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 commanders. These are all playoff teams. Now let me ask you. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Um, what other team is undefeated? I just saw this. 49ers. 49ers. Ooh, that's gonna be a banger. And they're in Philly. Yeah, that's that's gonna be bad. That is gonna be well, a firework game. When you go back and you watch when we started, you know, before Pur uh, Purdy got hurt last year, yeah, their linemen are not as big as our linemen. And that's why two of their quarterbacks got hurt in the same game. If you unleash Hassan Reddick and let him fly the way he do, it's going to be a field day. I'm going to tell you, I don't give a shit what he do. Let him go. 
You got to let him go. I don't control players. That's a wild... I do not control don't players. Don't fight. So I'm telling you, Michael Parsons, they sit and slide him everywhere, put him over here, let him run, they put him over there, let him run, put him... Just go, go, go. Let I don't care go. what you do. Right. Just disrupt. You know, I'm not, I'm, I've never been a fan of letting the quarterback sit back there and pick my D-backs apart. Because mm-hmm. for one reason, people don't understand, you only can cover a wide receiver for so long. Yeah. Because you don't... You don't know when he's going to break that that route off. Absolutely. So I've never been – I'm blitzing every down. Mm-hmm. And y'all can say what y'all want to say. I'm bringing that heat. I'm never – I'm even I'm even letting the team know I'm getting a 15-yard penalty. Right. Now, I'm, I'm not – you, you just going to let them know you get getting Yeah, it. I'm letting them know now. Now, I'm not going to take them out the game, but I'm letting you know we was there. Mm-hmm. Hit them. Take that 15. We're good with that. You got to know so we You got to make a statement yeah. to a degree. Got to make a statement. Like, yeah. no, you're not sitting. I'm not putting that kind of pressure on my D-backs. That's too much pressure. Yeah. You know, it's bad enough if he starts scrambling, we got to try to cover this. But now you just sitting like, we're going to sit back here and let them run outs, let them run slants, let them run skinny posts, all of this. Just nah. say, nah, we ain't doing nothing. No, nah, we ain't doing that. Boy, they said you got four seconds. We're going to make it three and a half. We're Listen, coming. It's going to be a good game. And I just want to see what they have to say after we beat San Fran and Philly. I'm, with I'm that. making that. I'm making that prediction. Are you going right down there? Now. Yeah, I'm gonna go down there. Oh, your agent status. I'm gonna probably be on the sideline there. Goddamn thing. You the they... agents don't get those kind of perks. Psh, I don't know. Every time I see an agent, they got perks. You know where they gonna they have me? Some perks now. Listen, they, they gonna play... have me up. They're changing the goddamn colors. <laughs> hey, G, yo, give me the blue one. Yeah, give me the blue firework. All right, you want down? That's what they gonna have my ass. Let me go in there and start talking that. The players only get like two, three tickets. Yeah, and then two side. I mean, uh. Bill passes. Yeah. They got to pay for everything else, but at least theirs is at ticket value. Um, but outside of that, you ain't really... I kind of make phone calls and I kind of get certain tra- things. You train most of, uh, quite a few guys from the Eagles. Yeah, so I get my little perks. When right, I, right. Shit, I'm going to tell you, the best perk I had was when they opened the field after COVID mm-hmm. and they had to cut out boards. Okay. I called I call BG. I said, yo, I need two. He said, right now? I said, Yes. He sent it to me. I was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. I was running around with the cardboard. <laughs> I, mean, I, I forgot they was even playing. <laughs> I was running around with the cardboard, taking pictures and shit. I forgot they was playing. That reminds I was like a little me kid. we had the, uh, the NFL draft in Philly. We was downtown. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yo, yeah. We had a good time. Yeah, we had a good time. Dang, we did. The rooftop that day, we, we it was all over. That was assembly. We, we was everywhere. Yeah, we was everywhere. Everywhere there. Yeah, man. I had on that, that pretty pink. I still remember that. Yeah. Actually, I think you was the first agent that I really went out there with and really got a chance to understand the game and everything. Yeah. Back then. And then after that, I just. just and after that, he dumped me a little bit. She's lying. We actually was rocking. Devin, how he's trying to dump you, he dumped me too. No, I ain't trying to dump shit. Devin, you out of here. <laughs> hey, you, can we get like a little retarded? Oh, I can't even say that word. <laughs> Just, all right, can we get a little? Can we get a little camera and sit that joint all the way in the back when Dev come? Dang, don't don't, oh, no. don't don't do Dev like that. We can keep Dev, just keep him out the screen. Don't they do it on one other podcasts? He don't. We just hear him. Dev, huh? he gonna cry if nah. you leave Dev. Don't. Put his ass in, no, you here? You he hired. gonna be like Black Street? Don't leave. Put his ass in the girl. closet. No, he's out of here. He didn't do any of this. He didn't bring a computer. He didn't have no notes. He wanted him to write all the notes up there. Ain't that right? He, he keep it in his head. That's dumb. <laughs> that is dumb. That is dumb. That don't, no. No, we're not doing that. That was dumb. <laughs> like, see how we got intro prayer, prayer, main topic, 
pop, top five, all that. Right, right, right. He got words and notes that he be uh reading up the what? That's because he's working hard. He ain't hard doing. That's why he he's catching fish. Hard. You have to catch fish. And he's gonna bring you back a piece of salmon. He's gonna always gonna be well. He, first Dad, of all, bring he, some salmon if you watching well, Dad. Watch this. If he work, well, if, if he's fishing like he work, nine times out of ten, somebody caught that fish. Oh, <laughs> somebody caught that fish because I seen a picture on Instagram. He holding the fish, and then I start looking at all the rest of the pictures. I'm like, wait a minute, this ain't right. Four of them fishes hanging up on a goddamn wall, and he's standing in the middle of it and like this. So you took the fish off the hook, the hole to take the picture. Hey, uh, yeah, that's all. That's what I saw. I don't know, Dev. You got to tap in and defend that. No, he good. Man. He good. He good. So uh, where we at now? We at top five. Top five. What's your top five? So top five uh, viewers uh, that's on my phone that's going live. I'm gonna have to cut them off because my top five is actually in my phone. Cut them off. Yeah, cut, cut them off. off. Yeah. Oh, he chopped oh, the, it over. Oh, good, 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 good. Perfect. I ain't like them anyway. I ain't like them anyway. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Huh? No, we good. We good. <laughs> you should have been here. You should have been here for that one, buddy. No, no, no. Yeah. Did he? Oh, y'all should have read it. <laughs> good. We didn't need his ass. All right. So I'm going to get my notes. This is when they start going. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got them. I'm on point. I'm on point. So my top five is becoming financially free. That's that's what I want. Okay. Top five ways to become financially free. Number one, budget and save. Create a budget. Create a budget to track your income and expensive. And save portions of your earnings regularly. Building an emergency fund is a critical first step. I like that. I like that. I typically take some money uh, aside and put it in a house for a rainy, for a rainy day. day. Yeah, I think that's important. Absolutely. You never know when toilet going to get messed up. Right. I know we had a uh, at my house. We had to get the outside payment stuff had cracked. Yeah. And was scared you don't want that, nobody suing you. Yeah. And and was scared that you if it started fix raining. Because yeah, I'll go ahead and fall on that. Oh, shit. That's why I don't like black people now. <laughs> Let me trip walking down your steps. Can't stand black people. Mama, I'm coming over to fall down the steps. Can't stand black people. They see you with a new car <laughs> and they think you got money. God darn it. Gee, done bought that Maybach. So I saved for that Maybach. There you go. I saved for two years. Might have been two, maybe one, two. But see, you're not an outlandish guy where you're going to go buy the $200,000 chain of this, to that. So no. I think you buy sensibly. I think my eating bill is worse than the actual. 50 ounce tomahawk. Yeah, 50 ounce. Nice, nice. So I only think people can imagine how big that steak was. So would they The fact typically... that you put it away was yeah. magical to me. No, you should have seen, I destroyed a 48. 48 48 ounce steak, mm -hmm. I destroyed that. Yeah. The 50, so the only thing was with the 50, when they filleted, 40, 40, 42, 48, the slices are like this. Mm -hmm. And the 50 came out, it was like this, but it was just as many as it was if it was a 48, 42, 40. So gotcha. let's just say... 
the 42, 42 ounce fillet slice after it's cooked was 10 slices, mm-hmm. like that. When that 50 came out, also 10 slices, but they was like this. Yeah. Ooh, it's a little hamburger. What we got going on here? So it's, it's different animal. That's a lot. Different animal. Number two, invest wisely. Mm-hmm. Invest in assets that you have potential to grow over time, such as stocks, real estate, retirement account, diversity and in investments, and um, that's it. Mm-hmm. I now, agree with that. I, I like it because um, COVID, when COVID hit, that's when I got into stocks. Mm-hmm. I was kind of upset because I was like, damn, I waited all these years to learn about stocks. So I understood stocks. I understood short-term, long-term. I understood um, how to actually invest. So me, when I get involved with something, I do a shitload of term, uh, uh, research. research. Like I'm research bull. Yeah. And I think, I know I was in Vegas one time. Uh, me and Cam Reddish, we had to go out there and train. I had stocks on the big TV, mm-hmm. stocks on a laptop, What'd you say? and stocks you on my phone. I had all that learn. shit. Yeah, so I actually started learning to invest in what you buy every day. Mm-hmm. So I started learning. Or And the other thing was invest in what you know. Absolutely. So don't go out there and hear a big name or company and they say X, Y, Z, and you just dump your money into it. Absolutely. No, so I would invest in Apple. I got all Apple products. Products, right. Why not own it? Absolutely. And at the time, I think... Apple, it, Nike. All of that. Yeah. All of that. So I invest in um, kitchen stuff. Things that people are always going to need. That's what you invest Coffee. in. Yes. That's what you invest in. Absolutely. And you see your money... Uh, Although I, depend- I, I invested in AMC and them jokers. I need them to do something. Beyonce going to get ready to make that stock soar. I sell AMC. shit so fast. I will sell so fast. I'm going to tell you what I did. I but when they I, underwater, you can't sell. Yeah, but I, I invested in uh, Moderna one time during COVID. Mm-hmm. That shit took off. And then two days, I started seeing it drop. Sold it. Right. Which is Because I made my money already. Right. So it's the difference between the short-term stocks and the long-term. long-term. I'm long-term. I'm not yeah. short-term. I don't have the time to sit in front of all the computers and, and watch all and that. do all that yeah. and sell yeah. and buy. I ain't doing all that. Absolutely. I'll lose all my money. Uh, number three. Increase your income. Find ways to increase your income, whether through career advancements or starting a side job. Ooh. I agree with that. Multiple streams of income. That's how you get to a million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's at seven. Multiple streams of income. I don't know if I got seven in. So between this and the gym, maybe. Oh, hold on. Yeah, you do. Uh, you I'm about to say that. I'll change my mind. I refrain from that. Listen, I watched you do restaurant. Yeah. Training. Yeah. Um, music. Music. Yeah. So that's that's the three. The book. Yeah. It's four. Oh, I got gee. I got be podcast five. Five. So I need two man, more. You a man of many yeah. hats. <laughs> Get those holes out there, baby. <laughs> Look at here, baby. I'm gonna make you a star now. Believe in me like I believe in you, baby. Shoot for the moon because you're gonna land on the stars. If you fall, baby, I got you. Good pimp. Or the other one, girl, get your ass out there. I don't give a goddamn if it's raining. Times is hard. Look, they ain't even got to get out on the street no more. Open that OnlyFans page and get the shaking. Dev is out of here. I just told you that was a good joke. Dev, you are boring as shit. You out of here. So I ain't going to mess with Dev. He fired. Uh, then we go on to number four. Manage your debt. Got to. Reduce high interest debt, such as credit cards, credit cards balance, as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Avoid taking any unnecessary debt. 
that's that saying live within your means. Yes. I don't know if I can do that. I try. Now listen, you see Warren Buffett, you see uh Trump, you see all these not forget Trump. Um, my guy. Okay. I, I ain't nothing against Trump, but I'm saying yeah. you look at these guys and they appearance. They almost look like homely people. You know what I'm saying? Like they not draped in jewelry and this, that, the third, and spending their money on that stuff. They look like regular that they are some Wrangler jeans, little t-shirt, dang. I don't know if I can do bling, that. Bling. But they bank account, That's they can do whatever they want to do. So if you 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 can do that, you can do plain Jane? Yeah, you see me, I'm in some Nike, you know what I mean? Like no, I just you know, you know I'm in some basic she's talking you know shit. Saying? She's talking shit. I didn't see you pop up at events. <laughs> oh, whoa, wait a minute. What the fuck I got on? I can go back. <laughs> she didn't do this. Look, matter of fact, come in here. She said, what we doing? I said, what? How we dressing? Dress the way you want to. Oh, because I was going to come decked out in the suit and I all that. I didn't know if you needed me damn. to be suited and booted. You know, because I'm going to show up. I got jeans on. I'm you show- don't ever see me with jeans on. Right. I didn't trust her. I did not trust her. I said, yo, I'm going to throw my fucking Gucci's on because my big toe hurts. So I'm going to get the comfortable ones. I'm going to put some jeans on. They got the little tassel shit. And, and I got a polo tee. I'm Let safe. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you Because I, I don't mess with her like that, yo. Mm-mm. Everything is about perception, right? I had a girlfriend tell me one time, one of my best friends, she was like, when you die, can I have them black diamond earrings that you wear all the time? I was like, yeah. She's like, damn, that was real easy. Just what kind of friend is that shit? I said, yeah. She said, what's the catch? I said, these came from Marshalls. <laughs> she was like, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. But let me ask you it's this. It's all about what, how you carry yourself. People think, you know what I'm saying? It's, but do you got real diamonds? Yeah, I got real exactly. diamonds. Exactly. My point, exactly. Exactly. But this right here is paper. What's paper? This bracelet is made out of paper. Yeah, all right. Tell somebody I don't know no better. It's silver paper. Whatever. It's all of, it's an illusion. I don't need that. It's, that got to be platinum. Right? It's an illusion. See, the white folk, they Oh, put, shit. I didn't even do a whoa. The white we talking folk, husky listen, over here. They put that stuff around their neck, then you go get a diamond tester. It's not real, right? Because they want you to think it so that you go out and you buy it. It's all a Ponzi scheme. Well, Ponzi me, because I ain't buying shit fake. <laughs> Ponzi the shit out of me, because I ain't doing it. I'm sorry. It is what it is. No, I feel you, G. She has a ring on. A ring? My other half, my fiance, has a ring on. hmm And I paid 21000 Straight. So here's the thing. No loan. Here's the thing. No loan. Now, that you have to spend a few dollars on. Right. Yeah. You, you 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 got to spend a bag on the wife's ring, but it's a quality ring, and it's worth something. What people don't understand is if we so it was an investment more than anything. Right. And that was the conversation because if anything, God forbid, anything happened here mm-hmm. or whatever, cash that bad boy in. Somebody didn't told y'all wrong. Now think, here's I'm gonna spit that shit on the ring. What the fuck? And then you'll be scared to wear it. <laughs> I'm about to say we're gonna need guards. No, I got insurance. You must believe that was the first thing we did. What'd you say? Oh god, me immediately. Yes, Liberty Mutual. I got, I got. Ain't, ain't no, ain't, ain't no way I'm letting you spend. But the engagement ring is Someone part of the told set. You wrong. Do you know the, the, much- the second part of the, the wedding ring is the band. We're not spending no one year salary on anything. Listen, I'm done. 
No, one year. No, I'm, there's no more rings being broke. No. That's it. You better put some lunar no, no, foil no. around that motherfucker. You, that you, is you, it. You got to get the done. band. You got to get the band. Shit. You better go get a. You better get mama's the band. A lunar foil band. That's what will be happening. I'm broke. I'm done. I'm shot out. I ain't got nothing left after that. They got a. They got a target audience for you to shake it. I'm good. To shake it. <laughs> <laughs> now she's trying to pimp me. This is some bullshit. You said you wanted to get in the pimping business, yeah, right? True that, true that, true that. We in there. Are we on number five? We on number five. We are on number Drum five. Roll for we, number five. We rolling. Damn, our show, our show ran smooth. Dev. <laughs> Leave my guy alone, Dev. Dev I'm gone, keeping baby. your seat warm, Dev. No, nah, he getting that little, the girly blue seat when he come back. The girly blue seat. Yeah. So number five, plan for the long term. Create a financial plan that includes goals like retirement, Wealth preservation, regularly review. I do this all the time. Regularly review, adjust your plan as needed. Absolutely. And that's where you bring in your financial advisor that could kind of help you meet that target goal. Um, Unfortunately, African-Americans wasn't exposed to accountants and financial literacy when we were in elementary school and middle school and high school where every other kid that I realized when I went to Penn State received this knowledge yet. So, you know, we're behind eight ball with that. All day. And... Um, there's different um, ploys that have been put out there to make black people be the consumer. We are, unfortunately, the consumers. Yeah. We keep the world going. If All black day. people stop spending... We spend, like, what is it, three point trillion or something like that? A year. Yeah. A year. I didn't know we had so that kind of money. can you imagine... Right? How many zeros is that? That's... Can you imagine if we stopped what it would do to the economy? We are the biggest consumers. I'm going to send you this um, YouTube link that talks about how to make the black man spend $20 on that bottle of water just because they seen so-and-so drinking it and the white man made it appear to be um, elite water. Hmm. So now you want to prove that you elite too. So you're going to pay that $20 for that water and it only costs a dollar. I feel like a sucker. So I do that shit all the time. And like, oh yeah, you got this? I'm going to go get that. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, he rented that car, and you competing with this man, and that's a rented car. And he just did that to make you jump out the window. I didn't jump with no fucking parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm, I have issues. Yeah, I said it. But I you know issues. what? A issues. lot of black folk do because it's been embedded in us. You know, we need to feel like we have arrived. I don't think it's that. It's definitely coming from that. I'm just attracted to nice shit. Well, we're attracted to nice things that we've been introduced to. You know what I'm saying? That carrot has been dangled in your face. Thank you. From somebody. I, and guess what? At the at the at the draft, right? Who do we see that they're bringing the to the black kids? All the Jacob the jewelers, yeah, to this person, to that person. I know. The other athletes get real estate developers listen, coming to them. They now, get investors. This is facts. I know uh uh fat boy, Sharif Floyd, um, was in New York. We had to be on like the 19th, 20th floor. I don't even think nobody knew we was in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Somebody knock on the door. Dude come in, roll his jewelry out, start watches and rings and mm-hmm. chains, all this shit, pendants, all this shit. And we sitting there like, I'm thinking that the agent sent this dude up there because nobody knew we was there. there right. We was just trying to chill before we hit Radio City. Mm-hmm. He had so much shit lined up there. So... Reef looking at me, I'm looking at him, I'm like, what? He's like, who is this guy? I'm like, I think it's your goddamn jeweler. He's like, no, I don't know him. Right. I don't, I'm like, damn, you're right. Why didn't the real estate bull come up versus the jewelry guy? Because they know you're going to give all the money back. They're going to give you the money, but they know that the nigga going to get the money back. Oh, that was deep. I need that on the shirt. I could 
that on a shirt. They know they send all their friends, jewelers, cars, anything that make that black person feel like they have arrived, and they gonna get it back. They keep it in their circle. It's in their circle. Their money stay like this. Now they I know, know we're gonna go broke to do it. I, I agree, because I saw a commercial, and I saw a commercial about the car. Yeah, it goes. And down. they were saying that the symbol is supposed to make the person feel like he arrived. Mm-hmm. But God damn it, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I arrived like a motherfucker. Did you, you see that thing moving? That thing glide up in there. Listen, we here. Here I go. Yo, I'm telling you, they, they act funny with that thing, man. They act funny. When I had my Chrysler 300s, right. I would go to park in, five, in front of uh, Neiman Marcus. Mm-hmm. I like yo, don't move my joint. I'll be right back. He'd be like, all right. I come out there, my shit all the way in the back. Yeah, then I say, don't move they my shit. Front of me. I pull that thing up in there. They don't touch it. I said, ooh, they are so different. I'm like, I'm the same dude, bro. Right, right, right. I'm when I told you don't touch boy. my Chrysler, like, I'm the same guy. I love my Chrysler. No, listen, I like reliability. If it's reliable and they treat you good when I go in that dealership, you got me. My car started off farm. My car is citizen now. I had it for so long. <laughs> to the painted car that got the papers. <laughs> <laughs> my car got its papers. It got its papers. Yeah, listen, I, I just my baby always been, good. I've always been attracted to nice things. I like I, I like nice things, but I like it within reason. Like I see, I'm not trying to make Gucci more rich. I'm trying to get Gucci rich. Well, I ain't gonna let her do make me feel bad because I love Gucci. I'm not. I rock Gucci heavy. Bro, what I'm you a listen? Gucci guy. I'm not saying that everybody got their vice, right? I mean, I, I like things that I like too. But what I'm saying is, I want to reach that pinnacle, right? And if I keep giving them all my money, how am I get there? I ain't giving them all my money. What I'm saying is that every time I turn around and buy the Gucci bag, you know. No, I, so here's the Gucci twist shoes. with the Gucci bag. If you spend and I better not catch you with a Gucci crossbody. You won't ever catch me with that shit. Because it's going down. Yeah, no, I won't catch me. Almost, or almost did. Purse, don't you do nah. it? I mean, who made me want that shit? I think it was um, Shannon Sharp. Sharp had that shit on look sharp, but I didn't. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, that's sharp. dope. Well, big motherfucker like me, that shit look comfortable. You put everything in there because you know what it is. I don't like a lot of shit in my pockets. So wait, you want me to get your fanny don't bag? Don't you do that. Don't do that. <laughs> now, when the camera go off, yeah. But not right now. We're in front of thousands. <laughs> Only when the camera go off. Only when no, the camera's off. I like Gucci because it's my initials. Greg Garrett. Then after that, I've just been into Gucci. Yeah. Then I really start like, yo, Gucci is really that smoke. Mm-hmm. I even went to go see the movie. Okay. Yeah, so I, I really like Gucci. No, no, no. Listen, I'm all for whatever people like. You like what you like. You're going to spend what you're going to spend on. What I'm saying is don't do it so much so that you're in debt. Yeah, no, and I agree with that. These people are rich. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what with I mean? Because all you paying for this stuff is made in China. All you paying for is their name. Well, I'm at disagree on that. Gucci Man, ain't listen. made in no goddamn China. Gucci made in listen, China sweatshops. They just got. They ran up in. <laughs> didn't they run up in them a few years ago? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I'm Canal Street. My bad. Oh, you talking you know, Canal no, no, Street? No. I'm talking about where they get their stuff made. Man. No, no, not Gucci. Where you think? Where you think it's made at in Italy? It better. Things made you really think it's made in Italy? Next show, or do it make us stop in out. Italy? Yeah, we're gonna we will find out on the next show. Yeah. <laughs> do they the sell the name we... on in Italy? My man, why the fuck you even talking? Who ain't nobody asked you that he, shit? He, Don't be fucking in Korean words. He's spitting facts. He's spitting facts. Don't do that to me. I got a lot of Gucci. Got a lot of Gucci shit. Only thing I don't have. It's a Gucci hat. I think this is the dumbest problem to have. Well, I don't have a Gucci you hat. You at KOP. Go right up at the mall and get your Gucci hat. 
I am. They got one that fit that head. It's this show over. I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> Dev, I need you to hurry up back, babe. Dev, hurry up back, man. This is Look, bullshit. Dev, I got myself kicked off the yeah. show. No. Uh, that's it. That's our time. Is the wrap up. Wrap up. Uh, thank you. She, she, money for coming in through and holding us down because Dev went fishing. He going to bring you back some salmon. Thanks for face. having me. You went fishing? Stay there. But you'll be back next week if we call? Listen, if I'm in town, I'll be back. No, oh, here go that big I'm, boss I'm, hog I'm, shit. No, I'm heading if to I'm South Africa. If I'm in town, I, you, you going to South got, Africa? I'm going to South Africa. When? November 4th through the 18th. Oh, shit. So I got some running to do. <laughs> got some things to do. Got to get oh, to the shit. motherland. That's what's up. Well, it was a great show. Thanks for coming Thanks on for here. Thanks me. for um, letting us know who you are, what you do. Um, being a female, a black, intelligent female uh, that's in the game with more men than we need. Absolutely. I think we need more women in the game to actually give these young fellas that... A little balance. Special touch. Yeah. Um, where they not so just like, gimme, 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 and have some morals behind themselves. Absolutely. So I think um, we need more women to go to college, get a couple of degrees, and open up their own business. I'm all for that. I love that. Absolutely. Um, I've never been... Yes, man, no man type thing. Always been a creator. Absolutely. Um, we That's got why the same we birthdays. Uh, it was fun. Hopefully, Always. Dev go snorkeling next week, <laughs> and we can have you back here. Listen, uh, you I'm know how. Call away. Go ahead. It'd be something before you go. Oh, I need everybody to like, share, subscribe like, on the share, show. Subscribe to my guy's show. That's right. This the grind twenty four seven. Level forty TV is the next big thing that's popping. You already know, and all you up. Let's see, she great get me piped up. That, Next big thing popping. But you know what that was right there? Oops. Emotionally intelligent. There you I go. I shut that thing down. Look at you. Look at you. God that is man, good all the time. All the time, guys. Thanks for coming out. God bless. Good night. Good As night. Russell Simmons, because I know he's going to try to sue me after this. So I had to give him his props. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, G. Russell Simmons. That's right. No problem, G. Appreciate you. Bet. Peace.